The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Good evening, Would you believe it? It's, it's Dr. Doom. What's on your evil mind? Oh, you insulting tongue and mock my words well. What about this rumor that you are really hired, Mr. Stark? Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Click Nation's Comic Book Chronicles. Yeah! That went so well because I could have went so bad. Anyway, I am your host for tonight, Roddy Katz. And... I am joined here by the man behind the soundboards, Mr. Legal himself, one agent underscore 70. What's up, everybody? And also with us tonight, he's the 10th panel on the ninth panel page. He is five colors instead of four colors. He is PCN underscore dirt. There's a nice snazzy uh, overlay there going there. Yes, for the people who don't watch the video, make sure you try to tune in, if not live, at theclicknation.com forward slash live. You should uh, check out our YouTube channel and uh, catch replay. Yeah, what he just said. You can also... uh, Subscribe to the podcast while we're on that point uh, by going to Google Play or Apple Apple uh, Music. Excuse me, not Apple Music. We ain't that good. Um, Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes. You can also go to SoundCloud. You can also go to the CSPN.us website, which are um, I'm not talking so loud. Um, which our show and a whole bunch of other great shows are hosted, and you should go check out the CSPN because there's a lot of good stuff over there. Um, you can also, while I'm going to get this out of the way, shop.aspn.us. Go give some merchandise stuff. You know, help you help us, help them, help the US, help CSPN. It's all good stuff. Go get some merch. It's con season, so come on. Rep, you can uh, rep some um, Cumble Chronicle stuff. Uh, I should go back and point out that one Tim Dog 98 is not with us tonight, but uh, he is still on this Timbatical, you know, taking care of Hearth and Home and, you know, all that goodness within, but you can still catch him out here on these tweets uh, at TimDog98. That's TimDogg98. You can also check him at CUCron uh, on Twitter. You can also check him out at the Click Nation on Twitter. Also, theclicknation.com. Check him out on CBR putting in work because, you know, that's what he does. And, uh, yeah, he's out there. Go check him out, folks. We start out tonight, as we tend to do every night, with some comic book reviews. And we are going to start off this here show with, because I think I've done everything else, Justice League number two. So let's right. say- okay, but let's do that. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I'm like, who wants to go first and talk about Scott Snyder's second issue on this? talk at once come on just hit it i okay i'll say i like the the uh big intergalactic scale that the story is taking i like how there's 
you know, you have this big team and you've got a lot of stuff going on, but it doesn't feel like it gets overloaded or too crowded or, you know, too busy with all the stuff going on. And you've got, you know, people fighting on earth and you've got like um, John Stewart out in space and, you know, the, the, you know, communicating back and forth while all this other stuff is going on. And you got the Legion of Doom stuff going on and they're in the swamp and the old Saturday morning uh, base. That was the most awesome thing ever when I was a kid. Um, so I like all of that stuff. I think that's cool. A lot of the stuff, I think it hits, it has more hits than misses, but I think there are still a couple things in there that are a little, uh, like for instance, um, there's another color spectrum that gets added to the whole Green Lantern mythos. But maybe, maybe it's just me. I feel like we've had that. Well, that spectrum has been around before and just happens to be coming back. Or maybe it's just, I've read an article about it and I'm, you know, I don't know. Cause I feel like we've, we've heard from that spectrum before. Well, because they said it was it it came through when they broke the wall, they broke the source wall, right? But I figured, but hasn't it now? Uh, granted, I am nowhere near up on my D- DC, so I don't I don't know for certain. But you should that the spectrum has not come up anywhere else. No, what? this is not like a Jeff Johns thing. By the way, when 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 PCN underscore Jert opened with that, I just thought of this. <laughs> I'm not going to break any rules, YouTube. Relax. Chill. So That's funny, because I thought of this. <laughs> God. That's yeah. funny. I thought of this. The super brands keep... <laughs> anyway. So... I like the idea that they're trying to take that Saturday morning stuff, you know, and actually make it... I mean, you've got the Hall of Justice, the way it looked in the cartoon. So now you're getting the Legion of Doom and their thing in the swamp that looks like it's from the cartoon. And it looks like he's putting together a lot of the villains from uh, you know, the Super Friends, that, that, that crew. And, and, like, and, and he, it doesn't feel like a joke, though, as he's doing it. And that's the thing that I think I like most about it is that it's not like like you get it. You're like, oh, that's from the cartoon. But it's not like. The toy masters there always throwing, you know, smoke bombs or little wind up toys walking around in the background or doing that kind of goofy stuff. Like, okay, it's there, we get it. It's from the cartoon, but they're doing it straight faced, you know. And I think right. that's like a lot of the fun that actually comes from it is that it's like, okay, now we're doing it seriously. But, right. It's uh, like big evoking it without without making a joke out of it. But it's like, yeah, because like I said in my notes, it's like, yeah, it's a way bigger. Well, it's, it's basically Saturday morning, but it's a bigger scope than what you would have found there, something like that. So that's so, weird. Like, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's definitely a lot better than some of the green or green Lantern, some of the uh, justice league books that we've gotten the last couple times around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, does it help that, you know, it's, it's basically like you were saying earlier, it's the uh, super friends roster where everyone's recognizable. There aren't like, you know, even though it definitely mishmashes the, uh, the, the justice league cartoon, you know, the, uh, the Tim versus cartoon in there, you know, it's still basically the characters, you know, so it's well, not yeah, but even the Brian Hitch one was all the big characters, but I hated that series. Right. Well, you know, he's writing that one. That one was bad. <laughs> and, there's, and there's none of the more, let's say, problematic heroes of the, the Super Friends show. So it's basically the main roster, like you said, from yeah. the, the Justice League series. And are we waiting for Apache Chief? <laughs> I don't think so. Now, after he got his settlement from Birdman for spilling the hot coffee on himself. Oh, he, uh, no. Is that an actual is that an actual episode of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Did you never watch Birdman Attorney at Law? 
it's just one of those things that's I knew of it. Oh, I'll bring I can find it. Go find it. I'm gonna have to. Wait, I think he did, he, there's a new one of those coming. He's got like a new job or something. Anyway, that's getting off topic. Anyway, back to Justice League. <laughs> no, the Harvey Birdman. But yeah, like the art. I mean, the art was good. The, the, the like I said, the whole like you said, the the whole scope of the the whole Super Friends vibe is is there. I don't know why I found myself picking this up, but I did, and I'm kind of glad I did. Even though I didn't really understand what I was really reading, mm-hmm. even though I I did read the first issue and the read, and then I read this after that. But it was like I wasn't sure if I would have needed any prior knowledge of anything that's happened before. This doesn't seem like it. But well, I mean, I read the outside of metal, which I don't have. But yeah, I was going to say that they they do reference metal and the stuff that happened in metal, and right. you know, you know, the source wall and you know all this stuff that so. coming up. Yeah, so like I've seen that in a couple of the books that I actually do read, and I was like, well, I don't know. L- luckily, they they give you the footnote about it, but it's still like, okay, I get it. This happened and shit happened from it. So, so I just had one problem with this, and I'm going to ring the spoiler bell because it is kind of spoilery. It's about Lex Luthor and where he is, technically, because uh, technically, Superman should be able to sense where he is. You know, you would think, not unless his ship is made of lead. Possibly. Ah, ah. And he's already busy with with Batman in the same place, so which he's distracted. That's the that's the easy excuse. Yeah, which is brings them way closer than they have ever been. <laughs> exactly. All right. Yeah. Now, he now, be, now that he's older and you know he's he's become a father, he doesn't have quite as much spring in his step as he used to, and you know, <laughs> you know, putting on a little uh, love handle baggage there. <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey Bruce, while you're in there, go down, go go hit one of these other areas so I can get you know get a little you know get a little spring in. That's fun. All right. So that, I, part right there is weird in itself I mean, without telling where you know Batman and Hawkgirl are that's like really how did why that's another thing that I liked about it was again it's it's kind of over the top and fun but played very straight laced like it's not like I would reference a, a Dennis Quaid movie but it would probably give too much away to people who haven't read it yet but you know you could yeah. very easily go down that route you know and instead of doing that it's like straight up like okay you know it's a it's a super world. Super it could also be a Rick Moranis movie. Well, yeah, I guess so. true. Which one? Honey. Did he go that small? Yeah, yeah, oh. kind of. Yeah. In the first one, or like was that in the sequel? I don't remember exactly. No, because right, wait, did he he got smaller? Because I know the other members of his family did. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we're spoiling now. So let's move on. Baby got big. I remember that one. (laughs) All right. Anyway, they got enough to do that, but we'll just keep it that way. So yeah, just lead number two. It's an an interesting second issue. Yeah, that's not a bad. Yeah, I was about to say it's not a bad start to this, you know, arc for Snyder and company. So I was almost going to say the word that ish, but it's not that crazy. Okay. Well, and also. Stuff happens, mm-hmm. right? Not like his work on Batman, where a lot of times I feel like you read the book and you you get like 
five minutes of something that's actually happening and he stretched it out to 30 pages or 20 pages or whatever it is. It's like there's actually stuff going on. The story's moving. It's It's got that, you know, kind of exciting action movie stuff going on. Cool. All right. <clears throat> the Hall of Justice, the Super Brands keep... Y'all are tripping now. <laughs> oh, the only thing I was going to say is, uh, I forgot what I was going to mention, was that Sinestro quotes Jay-Z, which is the same thing we ended the show with last week. So I thought I, I, th- I found that kind of funny. I, d- I, knew, I knew that there was, uh, whatchamacallit... That's it. That's funny. I knew I. it was in the back of my head. I was like, wait a second. This sounds just like something we were talking about mm-hmm. the other day. So, push. yeah. So, want to stay on DC or we want to just push up to something else? I'm okay like, moving to something else. I only read uh, Batman 49 as my other DC book. Well, I was going to say, why don't we do the other big team book with Avengers? The one okay. from, right. the, from the other side of the mirror. Sure. That, that would be Avengers number three. Mm-hmm. And um, so when did She Hulk turn into China from the WWE? Uh, in her in her um, recent book, yeah, okay. like towards the end of the recent book, because for a time there she had gone gray in the aftermath right. of her, you know, uh, coming out of a coma. Right. So this is just like the next stage in her, you know, evolution. Yep. See, I didn't know if that was just an artistic, you know, it's like Ed McGinnis, he draws big things, so yeah, that was that's that's the thing that happened. Okay. Which I don't know. That's I, I miss old old jokey she hulk because this one's like, okay, now they're just doing Hulk and which I guess that was kind of the tone they were taking with that with that She Hulk quote. But um but yeah, she's pretty much just like we have Hulk being Hulk too, so but She's basically taking over from from um for uh for old Bruce. I still I don't like the whole like the Avengers existed as Avengers a million years ago thing or whatever like that whole the Avengers have always been you know they just uh, there's something yes, about yes. that 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 it just doesn't ring true you know. Like the only thing that's like that's like okay the the only thread that's kind of kept through is like okay Loki has something to do with this clearly which they did in the beginning but yeah that whole like the whole one million BC stuff which I know we're gonna get back to at some point that's it's interesting on its own but as a tie into this is like well you're just throwing out not necessarily thrown out but it's like wow this is a change of history right. that you know I mean, ultimately, I was going to say, ultimately, they're basically just an assemblage of Earth's Mightiest Heroes, but just, you know, in 1 million BC. Um, you know, I don't think they're calling themselves the Avengers, so. Uh, not, we don't, not that we know of. Right. Well, not yet, but when it spins off into its own series, they will. <laughs> I mean, and to be fair, like, I mean, we have had a quote unquote Avengers teams before the actual making of the teams, sort of. So at least they've done, I assume that stuff is still kind of canon, but I don't know. The way Marvel slides, right? Like we had 1959, and then the 60, you know, we had stuff, and stuff, and stuff, and stuff, and stuff, but those weren't. That was sort of like loosely. Yeah, well, like the 1601 stuff doesn't count anymore because that was right. like a time travel that came Right. So, did you guys catch uh, Jason Aaron sneaking in a uh, uh, kind of a meme with Thor? Uh, I don't believe so. Or it might have been a recording of was it Kevin Sorbo? That he was doing a mimic of disappointed. Oh, 
I saw that, but no, nah, I, did, I didn't catch the, the, catch the oh, reference. Okay. And I don't really listen to I just remember saying I, I I could be mistaken about the reference, but I thought I I could swear I'd seen something online that uh, that's where that was from. I wouldn't be surprised. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't be surprised if that is from something. Okay. I I, I was I felt a little uh, like okay, Captain America makes this move to try to destroy the uh, Celestials and Loki, and so he. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think I want to spoil it, but he does something that should destroy them. Destroy him he seems it. Well, uh, I don't know if you were going to the same place, but he does something slightly uncharacteristic for him. Because usually okay. he's more methodical than just just going off and yeah, with... pull off the handle or flying by the seat of his pants. I don't know how you want to word it, right. but yeah, basically, instead of thinking something through, he does something kind of rash and immediate. And it was just kind of like, uh, okay, I guess. Yeah, I'm like, like, yeah, I'm like, Cap usually take a, takes a second before he does something that, that like that. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a little uh, disappointed that we we didn't get to see what happened underground. Uh, like Ghost Rider and and She Hulk jump into the middle of the earth to uh, to get Black Panther and Doctor Strange, and then it just catches up to him later as they're driving up to the Avengers. Which is another weird part about that. How the hell they get She-Hulk in the trunk? She-Hulk in the trunk. I know she couldn't get in the car. That's true. But still, like, I would have, because I was expecting, like, they were going to just, she was going to be riding on top of the car or something. How do flames come out of the tires? Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know. It's a ghost, right? <laughs> Gosh. Oh, oh, boy. Anyway. anyway. And we also have another tie to. Apparently, they are bringing Eternals back because we got a reference to that again. Yeah. And so clearly, launch, like, yeah. in Avengers history, that the Eternals have been involved. But I'm like, well, I know we big did we crossover, uh, you know, big thing coming. Mm-hmm. Next big event with all the books tying into. Yeah, yep. and speaking of big events, they had to remind us of Civil War Two. Yeah. 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 We didn't. We didn't. We really didn't. As soon as and the thing he uses civil war, he's like, stop all the civil warring between right. you two. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's a little on the nose. <sighs> Listen, I was about to say usually Jason Aaron is a is a little bit more deft, you know, and a little bit more subtle sometimes. But uh yeah, yeah this book was kind of clunky. That's a that's a good way of, of putting it, was it was very clunky at, at points and and I don't know if just trying to change up the style because he's on a new book, you mm. know. I hate to say this. New old books. These old vendors before. So, All right. What I was gonna say is what 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 I thought was clunky was the art. I thought Ed McGuinness was just killing me in this issue. I mean, I've not. I've. I, it's he. His art has has uh, not aged gracefully to me. So, and his style has not aged gracefully to me. So, um, and and that's a in strong contrast to another artist I was gonna mention uh, uh, on another Marvel book later tonight. But um, McGuinness's art is not. You know aging well to me and you know his style is not aging well to me so i was having a lot of issues with just the clunky visual storytelling forget the story you know forget aaron's script i thought you know just visually it was kind of clunky yeah you'd see that so yeah i I avengers i don't normally follow it but i i have been since this relaunch just to give it a shot but Mm -hmm. This story better go somewhere and do something in the next couple issues, or I'm probably going to check out. No, I don't blame you at all. I don't. I'm, 
as as the Avengers fan on this panel, I kind of, or at least the bigger than I guess you two guys, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I'm kind of sort of fe- feeling the same way. Like, obviously, give it the the, the prerequisite first arc to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll see what you know how that plans out. All right. All right. Uh, do you guys mind if I, we stick to Marvel real quick? No, go ahead. All right. So I wanted to touch on one of the semi surprises to me because I had been kind of busy and staying off of, um, you know, the uh, the web and, and and Twitter and Facebook and even God forbid the New York Times because apparently the Times spilled a story about the book this week that came out. I'm speaking specifically about X Men Gold number thirty. Um, I've got the I've got two of the variant covers here. One of them is unopened because we've gone back to polybags to not spoil a story point. So I've got X-Men Gold number 30, the one version of J. Scott Campbell uh, variant cover right here for the folks at home on video, watching on video. Talk about covers that lie. Right. And the other, which I have not opened, I may not open, but I have seen what it looks like online. It is the polybagged, white polybagged version. And ultimately, what PCN underscore, underscore dirt said was true. That cover I just showed you that has uh, P- uh, Piotr Rasputin and uh, Kitty Pride on the cover is a big fat lie. Because, uh, spoiler alert, because you know you may not have read too much about this or may not subscribe to the Times. Here we go. The wedding that has been teased for months and months does not go down. But one does. So technically. One does. Uh, and that picture's not alive because they did get to the altar. So right. <laughs> All right. Well, it's still a little misleading. Right. Yeah, I, know. Say, I would say that you know, as as an X Men fan, I was I, I would argue that you know, like I'm as big an Avengers fan as anybody here. But you know, in terms of X Men fans, you know, I guess Tim and I are the resident X Men fans on the on on the panel. And yeah. I would say that you know. While I agree, you know that that uh, you know the way the story kind of unfolded with uh, uh, Guggenheim telling it, he definitely, and I've always said this, Guggenheim has uh, very much a, a touch and a feel for '90s X-Men, and he definitely draws upon a lot of the stuff that happened in the '90s, um, uh, and, and has incorporated that into the book. He does tend to lean on that that, that '90s nostalgia just a tad. Right. So that being said. Um, you know, he incorporates all that into the story and establishes a reason why this particular uh, set of nuptials doesn't exactly go down the way we thought it would. And it was still kind of disappointing to me because I was like, man, get it over with, you know, like, you know, let's just see it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of art uh, aging gracefully, if you are not a fan of this, but want to see some nice kind of a change of pace art style for David Marquez, Everybody looks great. Flip through this book. This is remarkable stuff. Yeah, like the, the art throughout the book. Like every, I, I almost felt like it was like did they did they um did they get Chris Anka on some Anka on some of the uh, designs or something? Because that's some of that looks kind of like his doings. But I think that might have been all Marquez. Yeah, I was about to say it's Marquez and Matthew Wilson, the colorist, because okay. I think Marquez got you know got really spare on um lines around the faces and you and and marquez really supplied a lot of the depth to the faces and that's where this book really you know shown you know it shined a lot because i was just you know kind of struck by how i hate to say this pretty everybody was you know they are you know like they're supposed to look like this obviously they're all dressed up and gussied up for a wedding but i was i was just kind of looking at this like wow okay so 
let me ask you though, going back to the actual story, having read the buildup and having read this issue, do you feel like you were cheated? Do you feel disappointed? No, because I understand all the seeds that had been planted leading up to this. Whereas I only read this issue. I'd have I did not read any of the buildup. Right. So, you know, I understood where a lot of the stuff came from and you know uh, you know, a lot of it does, you know, ring true to real life, you know, in terms of like the doubts and stuff that people would have, but just obviously magnified by like superheroic stuff. Yeah. I mean, we're going back to secret wars talking about, you know, like the, the, the first big uh, breakup of this particular relationship. And that was a pull I wasn't expecting. I'm like, okay, I do remember that, but wow. <laughs> well, that was the, that was the, the impetus for the, the, the classic juggernaut versus Colossus issue. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's, you know, that was that, you know, that was uh, like one of the other big things that, that popped up this week. There's a couple of big things, a couple of big issues that came up this week. So I want to say something before we, before we leave this, because I think I got, I may or may not have gotten spoiled on something that might happen next issue that I thought was going to happen this issue, which is why I read it uh-huh. outside of the, the wedding stuff. Cause I figured it was going to, whatever was going to happen was going to happen then. And, uh, you know, and I think, and I did get spoiled about what, who actually got, you know, what actually went down at the wedding. I should say, uh, and there's news about that we'll talk about later on. But you know, I'm like, huh, weird. Yep. But but because it was kind of because you know there haven't been been too many Marvel weddings that didn't get interrupted by some sort of fight or well, some... any soap opera that has a wedding. That is also true. Yeah, but that is definitely true. And that's really what it comes down to. What a lot of these comics are with all that continuity, it really is a soap opera. Yeah, so I was expecting something like that to happen, and it didn't. I was like, but well, it was a twist in another way, but hey, someone say swerve. Yep. But anyway. All right. So, uh, President Bartlett. What's next? These nuts. <laughs> Oy. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> Ah, uh, I had to take the opening. I had to do it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to have to start pulling more blue language uh, sound effects now. All right, so, so uh, Dr. Strange number two, anybody read that? Yes. All right, we'll talk about that one real quick and we'll go to something else. So the art on this one's still good, just, just to get that out of the way. It, it is not, I don't know, maybe it's just me, it's not as, as striking as the first issue. But it was still just used to it, now. huh? I think you're just used to it now. Yeah, I guess that's that's probably it. But at, and also at the same time, there was some stuff that it, that I was expecting to happen that did actually happen in this issue, and that he weirdly enough, there's a doctor, there's a Doctor Who marathon. On, not not weirdly enough, but there's a Doctor Who marathon going on on Twitch right now, and this issue slightly reminded me of that for some reason because he meets a companion. Oh. Uh, that kind of reminds me of Doctor Afra. If you if you read that book, which none of you probably do, I think I might be the only one. But regardless, so oh, um, so you know, Doc's in, in jail. You know, he's trying to magic his way out. That's not working. He gets thrown in jail. Well, some he gets um, cellmate who just so happens to be a, a, a they call themselves an arcana an archaeologist and they just so happen to be sort of like an archaeologist for magic type stuff. And, um, 
yeah, just so happens to be what he needs when he's looking for it. How about that? That's kind of coincidence, huh? But they get out of jail. They find this one thing, and uh, they use it, and they start a nice little partnership at the end of the issue. Um, I like the cliffhanger page a lot. Yeah, right? I'm like, okay, that's... I wasn't expecting... Like, I figured, like, once it ended, I was like, okay, well, they're just going to go off and do that, eat that, and then we see this other thing that's that's popped up, and... We'll see where that pop, we'll see what that happens with that. I just have to say that there's a couple of uh, issues that I have with uh, how they're how Marvel's not being completely consistent with the status of magic in the Marvel universe and especially on Earth. I don't mean to be afraid you can say that about the multiverse too, but or time. Right. So yeah, it's just a little it's just a little weird. So um, you know, I don't know I don't know how how. Uh, how hard and fast the rule of magic being um, of having a price and what happened with the empirical and all that other stuff, um, you know, how, how permanent that was. So, uh, you know, let's just say that uh, there's a, an aspect of Aaron's uh, concept, you know, the premise of his Doctor Strange run that comes back. And that's where the uh, the cliffhanger page comes in. Which, yeah, even reading like um, the flavor text for this or the solicits for this, I was like, what do you mean unpaid? Hasn't he paid already? Like, what was that whole two arcs about? About him uh, paying or not? Exactly. That is still kind of coming up like this. But and and you, would, I was almost thinking, it's like, well, it could have been with what happens in this story, could have been that easy for him to just like snap and and they bring it back like that. Because I was like, well, where are they going to go from there if they if it just you know if they just resolve that real quick? So. It's good that they're still hunting things down, but it sounds like they're still kind of heading towards that that end goal to where it's like, okay, well, we're gonna clearly gonna go be out in space, and we're gonna find some magic that's going to, you know, take care of all that. Even though we thought that again, thought that had already been taken care of with the last arc. Right. So, all right. I don't know. Still, that's a decent issue. So you got a book to throw out there? PCN underscore dirt. It's muted. I was muted and I took out my headphones because I was trying to not get spoilers since I haven't read one or two yet. Ah. <clears throat> Sorry. All right. Uh, well, what about Batman? Let's talk about Batman. Do it. The artwork is really good. <laughs> and that's Batman. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was weird. It it Okay, so I don't know if you guys remember there was a Secret Origins annual that came out in the early 90s, and there was a story in there written by uh, Neil Gaiman, and it was a news crew that went to interview the Riddler, and the Riddler was in, like, an old junkyard full of old, uh, like, carnival props and circus memorabilia, and he was talking about back in the old days when it used to be fun, and, you know, like, the Joker didn't kill people, you know, Penguin wasn't, didn't have knives, you know, to stab people in his umbrellas, it was all, you know, laughing gas and helicopters and... It was all fun and whatever happened to those days and we're getting too old for this and whatever. And it was like a really good story. It was one of those stories that stuck with me for a long time. And we got some of that back in this issue, which I found really interesting. Um, Snyder has set up this. If you read the last issue, Joker and Batman were facing off in a church. Not Snyder King. Or King. That's what I mean. Sorry. Uh, Snyder was the old series. King. uh, had Batman and Joker facing off in a church. He set off these explosives. They got hurt. Um, and then Catwoman shows up at the end of that. So this issue picks up from that point. And uh, 
without saying you know too much about what's going on in this book, Catwoman and Joker start having this conversation about how she used to be one of the villains that hung out with them, mm-hmm. and you know, how you know Penguin was weird and Harvey Dent could be kind of funny villain or or hardcore villain. He could kind of you know go either way, and uh, just kind of talked about how. You know, it was like in the old days and it was more fun and, you know, they would come up with these schemes and stuff. And it was really uh, it reminded me a lot of that old secret origin story um, that had happened. But it was it was interesting to see how, you know, because continuity changes so many times in these books. Uh, You know, they snap their fingers and suddenly a character has a different history. You know, things that happened in the DC universe didn't happen, but then they did happen. But then they didn't happen. But then they did. But it was a lot you know, sooner than before. And then it didn't happen, you know, and things changed so much. So it was fun to see them reference uh, stuff that, you know, is obviously like old fifties and sixties, you know, comic stories or even Saturday morning cartoon or the Batman TV show, or, you know, wherever you want to pick that, you know, silly uh, stuff up from. Um, But then it, it played it again, as we were talking about with justice league, it played it straight and it played it serious and you know it made it real and it's almost that that whole like when you're young you're more fun and playful and whatever and as you get older you get more serious and uh you know things take on a lot more weight than they used to including your body and um i just thought it was a really good story the way they put all of that together and especially uh the way king was able to kind of humanize joker in a way that i haven't seen anybody do in in quite a long time you know he has been just that crazy psycho that you know walks in and shoots a couple people and then fights batman and that's pretty much you know all he's been for quite a long time so to actually talk about the history and talk about the story and talk about how uh you know was it i think they said like harvey always had this theory that joker was actually a normal guy and understands all the terrible things he's doing but he's just playing this character and that's who he is Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, i thought that was really well done and i was really uh you know I I have such this love-hate relationship with King sometimes because, you know, this is another book where technically nothing really happened. uh, And it was, you know, a lot of talky-talky between these characters. But at the same time, it really felt like something happened. Well, they were talking and bleeding, so. Well, yeah, but but, I mean, it, it... it, It was a character study book. I mean, is what it comes down to is really what it was. But I didn't hate it the way I would normally hate these types of issues where a couple characters are basically just talking. Mm hmm because you know, normally it's one of those things where you, you just kind of read through it and you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you get done. It's like, all right, whatever. But but this one was actually really well done. So I'll give him a lot of credit for that. Also weird, because if I'm not mistaken, you like Mr. Miracle, which is pretty much mostly talking. But again, stuff happens. There's a right. lot. A lot of stuff happens in the background of that book. You right. know, that happened on screen. But there's this massive galactic war going on in the background while everything's right. going on. So. Right. We're, dealing, we're getting the in-between scenes in Mr. Right. Miracle. Right. So I mean I I I I'm inclined to agree with you on this uh dirt um I just you know I just thought it was weird that you know after all of these characterizations of the Joker just kind of being a you know I, I are we still dealing with the whole three Joker story thing too like is this like the talky Joker the sensitive Joker and not the crazy wackadoo Joker like where is it where is this coming from that's what that's that's what kind of threw me a little bit Yeah I don't know uh because there's a lot of stuff they have to explain like a uh well, like Flash is dealing with a lot of the same type of stuff, too, with the different universes and the times and the things change and whatever. And at the same time, mm-hmm. 
I just read Flashpoint again recently, a couple months ago, and Pandora is, you know, in the scene where Flash is trying to recreate the universe, and she's kind of guiding him and changes the whole universe. And Pandora's a character that just dropped off the face of the DC universe. Right. They're like, hey, we're going to give you a book. Hey, nobody reads this book. Hey, we're canceling the book. We're forgetting you ever existed. Right. You know? So it's kind of hard to tell where the DC universe is at sometimes with the continuity, but. Um, but yeah, like like I said, it's again a book where nothing really happens, but a lot actually happens through the dialogue. Gotcha. Uh, so I actually enjoyed it. All right, all right, gentlemen, we are uh, say, a little pressed for time. You got one more book you want to throw out before we do rapid? rapid no, time? I'll go straight to rapid. Okay, I'm spinning it out. All righty. Um, I can do. I'll do mine because I got a. Uh, couple. Uh, let's see. Better, 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 better. Ant-Man and the Wasp number two. Um, Nadia and Scott are still in the, the microverse and they're doing their thing. Uh, they, they're they actually spending half the book kind of comparing notes weirdly enough because you get a little bit of backstory. Well, you get a little bit of Scott's backstory, but you also get a little bit of, little bit of Nadia's backstory, even including one or two things that we didn't, that you would think would have been involved with her backstory, but not except, said before now. Um, and then once they get that out, there's this other side of the book where they're still in the microverse and uh, they they're get caught up in a thing that they in, inadvertently cause, and um, that kind of goes from there. So really interesting, but I don't know. Um, but it's a it's a, a miniseries, so it'll be what it is. Uh, let's see, Future Quest number presents number eleven. This concludes the Hercules, 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 Hercules Lloyd story, um, where Dorno ends up getting befriending, quote unquote, this godlike creature, almost mitzvah like, who gives them powers and things go wrong and things go very wrong. And this this book, I mean, this issue ends up writing all of that and finding a little bit more about this, uh, this person that he's been dealing with come to find out they're a little bit more similar than we thought and on the other hand everything put, gets put back together and done um actually that's it that's, yeah all right so let me run through mine i've got a, quite a few books uh amazing spider-man number 801 this is dan slot swan song on amazing spider-man and it is good it is a mild tearjerker um i really liked it i reread it actually on the way home today I read it once yesterday and read it again today. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Definitely a potential click of the week candidate. Um, Captain America 704, this, this is the last Wade issue. Wraps up the future storyline. Um, does it in a good way. But uh, now that this is over, we're going to have a relaunch cap uh, July 4th. Champions 21. Um, this is a, 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 an abbreviated fight between uh, the Champions and Alpha Flight over... Uh, what the master is doing in the North North Pole, and uh, uh, they introduce a new uh, character to the team. You know, this character been introduced in a few uh, in the previous issue, I believe. Um, Daredevil six oh four. Um, it's the next chapter of uh, the war against the hand. Uh, you know, uh, the battle against the hand in uh, the streets of New York, and uh, there's a surprising return on the uh, last page. I didn't think this character would be back so quick, and I'm. I'm kind of surprised. Uh, let me just jump in real quick here on this Daredevil. I'm kind of surprised how quickly the story's moving. Because um, at first, you got this sense of like, you know, the first issue happened, and then the second issue like picked up immediately after, and then the next issue was like an hour later, and then, you know, whatever. But I'm kind of surprised like how quickly 
uh, you know, the the character return that you're talking about, like how right. quickly the character has come back to it, and uh, you know the questions that we were kind of asking from 600 whether or not you know now we'll get some answers maybe in the next issue. So um, I was actually I, I enjoyed this quite a bit, and and the order of the dragon is awesome. And I want to order the dragon T-shirt with the big logo. <laughs> I did like that. I, I I liked that this was one of those things that made sense as kind of like a re, you know, kind of a retcon thing into the Marvel U. So I really did like that. Everything else, like when you're dealing with a group of undead ninjas, mm-hmm. um, you know, it makes sense. And and I like the fact when he's going through history, it's like there were vampires and then we were fighting the plague. And, mm-hmm. then, we're the, and then there were vampires again. We're- <laughs> I did like that too. Yeah, so this is a, this is a good read. I'm really digging Daredevil right now. Nice. Um, uh, I was about to say before this before the storyline, Soul had you know it kind of felt it felt like Soul was still kind of searching for like kind of like a big story to tell. But you know, once you put the hand in there, especially with the you know with the bringing the beast to New York again, it's a it's a big deal. Um, where am I? Oh, Peter Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man Annual Number One. Believe it or not. This annual is worth picking up. I'm thinking about going to pick up a hard copy of this. Um, more so for the main story than the backup story. The main story is um, drawn by Mike Allred. It's uh, done pretty well. It's written by, I believe it's written by Zadarsky. And, uh, you know, who's the, uh, the, the writer of the main uh, Peter Parker book. Um, I also have to give you guys uh, a, a slight spoiler. The first page of most Marvel books has a recap of what's, uh, you know, what, what's been going on. And my favorite part about the, the, the first line of the recap page of this annual is hysterical. It says, all right, fill me in. What's going on in the so-called quote-unquote annual? <laughs> because Roddy and I have had this joke, running joke about how they're putting out annuals. They've never even put out 12 issues of a book yet. Right. So. And, yeah, and I've read, actually, that's about as far as I got in it because I started to read it because I, like, I read the recap page and I think the first couple of pages of it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop here and maybe read It's good. Out. It's good. It's it's actually a good annual story. Um, next up is Spider Gwen number 33. We are, this is the penultimate uh, issue of this book. Uh, uh, Gwen has, uh, you know, revealed herself to the world and has, uh, you know, put herself at the mercy of the court and a jury of her quote unquote peers and has found herself in lockup. And now she's dealing with that. Um, you know, we'll see how she, will see, she will see if she survives, but she's a popular enough character that she should. Um, our other big launch this week was Tony Stark, Iron Man, number one. And I know that PC and, oh, nice silver centurion armor. I got the, the classic, uh, red and gold, um, alternate. Oh, you got that too. Nice. Oh, that's the card, right? No, it's the little mini comic thing. Oh, okay. gotcha. for, the, for those watching the video, I held up the the variant cover with the Civil Centurion suit and also the little mini comic that some store, some places were given out. Right, right, right. I didn't pick that up. I just picked up the uh, the red and gold. So um, I have to say, uh, I know that PCN underscore Dirt is not a fan of slot and wasn't looking forward to slot picking up Iron Man. I have to say, this wasn't the strongest launch issue uh, for me. I did not think that this was all that engaging. I kind of made my way through it. I saw, you know, the, 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 the seeds being planted for future stories, but uh, I did not think this was the strongest first issue. And that's it for me for my rapid fire. All right. I've just got two then to talk about real quick here. Um, so first up, we've got man of steel number four. Um, and yes, it's Bendis, but it's all right. 
<laughs> I want to know how long you're going to think that way with with the news that that just came out recently. Oh no! I, uh, all right. Well, anyway, um, at least we learned that the whole Lois Clark separation thing was a cover, uh, just to get her out of town, get her and Jonathan mm. just because um, we knew that something was that. Yeah, they figured out something was going to be coming, so uh, they needed to get them uh, to safety. So I at least appreciate the fact that it turns out that he wasn't, you know, trying to break them up uh, and be a home wrecker in his first uh, big storyline. So uh, I appreciate that. As far as this guy goes, though, um, the the bad guy, Wrangle Call or whatever the heck his name is, right. we, we still don't know if he really had anything to do with the destruction of Krypton or if he was just making it up. And we get a final panel uh, of this issue that looks like maybe there was a holdover from the New 52 Superman. Mm. Um, but maybe it it was done that way specifically to throw you off and make you think that was happening. Um, I kind of hope that it's not <laughs> what it appears to be, but it's Bendis. You never know. Um, but, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then and then finally, Gideon Falls, uh, number four. I still love this series. Uh, this series is dark and moody and spooky and scary. Um, and it, it it plays with your expectations. Um, it makes you question things. It makes you wonder about things. Uh, it does a really good job of making this town, this small town that this guy is in, feel real. Um, the uh, There's a character that you think is crazy. Um, turns out maybe he's not actually crazy. Maybe he is, you know, cursed or part of uh, this big thing that's going on. And uh, it, the way the story is just unfolding, it just has that that horrific, unsettling feel. Um, if you've watched uh, some of the stuff on Netflix, like The Dark or The Rain or some of those kind of moody, atmospheric, uh, you know, type shows, this this definitely. I've said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it. Someday there's going to be a movie or a TV show. Mm. Uh, right now and and when it does I, i'm definitely i'm watching it um this story has been so good and this is my click of the week nice so i guess we are uh, coming up on our clicks of the week so here we go well the suspense has been kind of killed because uh pc and underscore dirt just spilled what his uh click of the week was and tim has said his is justice league number two he likes the Legion of Doom. And who doesn't? Roddy? No, I love the Legion of Doom. No, no, I'm, uh, what's your... Uh... I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Um, if you're I... still thinking, also, if you're still thinking, I'm going to go with mine. Mine was uh, Do it. Amazing Spider-Man number 801. Interesting. Yeah, like I said, I reread it. That's that's how much I liked it. Hmm. For me, I the the only one that really stood out was X Men Gold. So, and, and that one wasn't one I was really just gonna like. I finished the ones that I was really going to go to, and then I read this book just to see what the hubbub was about. So I guess I'm gonna go with that for that reason. Yep, which is a real flat reason to do it with, but nevertheless, there it is. We've had worse reasons in the past. Hey, well, actually, you're not wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm saying not just you. I'm saying, you know, we, all of us. I read what this week. That's what I said. Yeah, you're not wrong. So it's like, yeah. 
<laughs> All right. So uh, before I jump into our first ad of the night, uh, Dirt, are you signing off or are you going to stick around? Yeah, and actually, I just heard a really loud lightning strike a minute ago, so I need to shut all of this stuff down before uh, my house explodes. Oh, Pierce, we said hey. All right. I'll see you guys later. Take it easy. Have a good week. All right. So we move on to our first ad read of the night. Um, so a little, we're running a little long tonight. So you know what I do, people, when we're running long. Help us keep our podcast free by shopping at Amazon. Visit cspn.us, then click the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down and click on the Amazon link to shop. Purchase items from Amazon as you normally would, whether it's books, music, electronics, jewelry, or apparel. For every purchase made on Amazon through our link, Amazon sends the CSPN a payment that helps us keep the Click Nation's Comic Book Chronicles podcast free for our listeners at no extra cost to you. Amazon.com through cspn.us do it today and we are going to hit the cinematic news and news but i i want to say right off the bat that yeah we're going to slightly breeze through some of this because Tag i want a little show and tell at the end of this all right i will I'll keep as brief as i can that being said cinematic news no sound effect. Okay, great. Oh, cinematic news. All right. Now, uh, the news, the news, the news. I was about to, like, really read through these real quick. <laughs> Lucifer, Saved from Damnation by Netflix. Because you know Newsarama just was waiting for that headline. Ah! All, All right. right. Next up, new DC Films chief inherited... Uh, little so. kids, uh, cover your ears, inherited a shit show. <laughs> Earmuffs, yeah, yeah. The, apparently, there was a yeah, yeah. It, that was a thing. Let's just keep on going. There. I just thought that was funny though. Uh, uh, Aquaman trailer release date confirmed. New logo debuted. Uh, it's probably going to come out on in San Diego at Comic Con. Uh, looks like. And there's the trailer. If you're watching the the uh, video, uh, it didn't say. Oh, December twenty first is the date of the Aquaman movie. Okay. Uh, Supergirl season three finale introduces a villain with a familiar face. Yeah, hers sounds like I guess. Uh-huh. Boom, boom. Uh, let's see. Supergirl, speaking of, outs spoilers identity to the public. Um, spoiler alert because I haven't seen this either. Guardian, which mm-hmm. we already knew who it was, but apparently she didn't it out to the public. Alrighty, Supergirl season four to follow Superman Red Sun storyline. Is she moving to Russia? Maybe. They've been they've been, they've been throwing some storylines here and there during those, and they've been decently done. I've not caught up on the season, so I don't know. So we'll see how that works out. Uh DC's Swamp Thing TV reboot reportedly filming this fall. Yes, folks, they're still doing it. If you're in North Carolina, hey, you might be able to catch them if if this if the rumors are to be true. Alrighty, so. People are asking AT&T customer service to release the Snyder Cut of Justice League? I first saw this, I thought it was an Onion article, and it should be, but it's, it sounds like it wasn't. Because as you know, as we, actually, we were about to get to that in a second, so we'll just go ahead and push on to that. Right. Actually, we won't, because there's a couple of things on to, to that first. Jason Momoa pushed for an Aquaman joke to be cut from the Justice League, and that would be the one where Bruce Wayne asks him if, if he speaks to fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Obviously, if you heard it, you've seen it. It didn't get out, but yeah. All right. Uh, Gal Gadot or Gadot 
has big Wonder Woman 1984 plans for San Diego Comic-Con. Makes you wish you can go to um, San Diego for that. Anyway, whatever it is, we don't know. It's just a report anyway. Uh, Jessica Jones, season three to begin production. To I think I should have had something b- before that, but nevertheless, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulu's Runaway season two has already started filming. I haven't watched season one yet. All right, same here. So. Oh. Uh, Marvel fan uses limitless movie pass to see Infinity War a hundred times. So if you don't know, movie pass is the uh, is the service that lets you um buy a movie ticket a day to see a movie for free or quote unquote for free. You're paying for it ultimately, but still. So apparently, this person did it a hundred times. Like I, a hundred times, I would barely watch a movie twice, mm-hmm. or I have barely watched a movie twice, and I have a movie pass, so. I don't know what we, this person was thinking. Either way, that's a thing. It happens. I was just glad that I did get I did get to see uh, Infinity War a second time in the theaters before it left the theaters. So I'm glad to do, to have done that. Side note: Have you seen Incredibles? Too? I have not yet. Neither have I. Okay, not. Got to make time to do that. But you at least yes. saw Solo and Deadpool too, right? I have. Well, Solo, yes. Deadpool, no. All right. Yeah. Um. Next up. Uh, before Spider-Man, an early version of Civil War had Tony Stark recruit Ant-Man instead. I heard this on. Um, the uh, the the Fat Man on Batman podcast with uh, Kevin Smith and uh, Mark Bernard and they had uh, um, what call it the uh, the screenwriters um, Marcus yeah yeah Marcus and McFeely yeah, yeah, uh, on and they talked about this yeah and this is what yeah this is where that article got that from so that's interesting kind of glad it came off the way it did though so. <laughs> yeah seriously um, Chadwick Boseman gives MTV Movie Award to Waffle House hero James Shaw Jr. Um, so, yeah, Chadwick Boseman got, I think, Best Hero at the MTV Movies Awards, and he gave it to James Shaw Jr., who disarmed the gunman, gunman in, back in April and Waffle Household up. So. All righty. Speaking of Black Panther, the Black Panther costume and movie script have been acquired by the Smithsonian Museum. So uh, it's going to be displayed at the National Museum of African American History and Culture later this year. Um, I hope they got some Kamoyo beads. Shout out to uh, Rock Love Jewelry. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they got a, a, a couple of different things outside of the suit, the script, and a couple of a few other things. Sounds like so. Yeah. Well, I said two pages from the script and some a bunch of photos. So maybe there'll be some beads in one of the photos. Hold uh, the next two. Sure. Disney to reportedly increase its Fox bid following Comcast offer because they're still tugging the war over who's going to uh, who's going to buy Fox or who's going to yeah that's right who's going to buy Fox and the next story in uh, is a follow up to that is saying Fox accepts Disney's new bid in major blows to Comcast because again tug of war over the fate of Fox. Right, they, I don't care because they're getting my. Right. <laughs> Let's say this game is not over yet because uh, Comcast still has an opportunity to make a counter offer and raise the bid. Yep. So this is going to be like those options you see on on uh, TV shows where they go they, they try to outbid each other until one of them doesn't have any money and try to hopes the other one bluffs. Yep. <laughs> uh, move right along. I got the next one because you folded the, the last two. Yeah, go for it. Fans made the Bumblebee movie happen, and Optimus Prime could be next. Call BS on that, but all right, sure. So yeah, it might be another uh, Optimus Prime solo. Looks like wait, there have been four Transformers movies. They've all been Optimus Prime movies. Mm. Whatever. Um, report: A next generation sequel could be included in Alex Kurtzman's expanded new 
uh, Star Trek deal. So if you haven't heard about this, um, there is a deal maybe coming to where I think sounds like it's going to be like five different series, uh, new uh, Star Trek series coming at some point, including an animated one on, on a couple of limited series and a Starfleet Academy one, which is actually that's been rumored for like years. Okay. One of those becomes one. So they could come down the line. And um, as someone postulated, like, is that, uh, I think that was um, Darkwing Duck uh, or Gotham Door or whatever she goes by. Uh, shout out to Danny. <laughs> um, it's like, is that all that uh, CBS All Access is going to be? Just a bunch of Star Trek shows? Which, uh-huh. If that's the case, probably. Anyway. All right. What's next? Uh, I skip forward a little bit. Image Comics is Invincible, lands at Amazon in an animated series. Sure. Um, next, speaking of comic book television releases, we got a full comic book television release schedule uh, thanks to Newsarama. Then it's currently stuff that's about and I think stuff that's coming up um, throughout this year and next year. So it's a bunch of stuff. I'm not even going, to, not even going through half of that. All right. Uh, Ridley Scott's Queen and Country reportedly finds its Tara Chase. In the form of Sylvia Holtz of, um, of uh, Blade Runner 2049, if you've seen that movie, which I just saw this, this past weekend. Not bad. Um, next up, Jodie Foster in talks for why the last man starring role, this report says. So I guess that movie's still going and they're, they're trying to get her for it. Okay. All right. So we move on to comic book news. Oh, the September solicits came out. Uh, I've not had a chance to look at them yet, but they are out. Yeah, but and we'll do some news that we'll go through in here in a second. But right, so video game Spider-Man will enter Marvel Comics canon this fall. Wow! So, so the weird thing about this is like those the, the video games that are supposed to be coming out, including the Avengers one that's supposed to be coming out, that, which we still don't know too much about, uh, are supposed to be original stories outside of canon. So this is basically sounds like it's going back the other way. Because the, the spider suit is going to be become canon now, which I guess technically kind of isn't isn't. Oh, because there's been a similar type suit that's been in canon already, I guess. But nevertheless, it's it's weird that it's kind of going back the other way when there's supposed to be like, you know, supposed to be a side thing. Uh, Marvel teasing. Actually, I'm going to do the next next three because they're all tied. Uh, Marvel teasing amalgamated characters with a hashtag who gets warped. So they're basically doing amalgam. If you if you're of a certain vintage, you know of amalgam comics. But they're basically doing this with their own characters. So there's been uh, some Twitter some some Twitter pictures of characters made by um or, or drawn by uh, Herberto or Herberto Humberto Ramos. Why am I screwing up? Because I'm tired. Uh, so we have was. Uh, what is this one? Iron, uh, oh yeah, Arachnite and Iron Hammer, which is two of them that were done, that were put uh, posted on Twitter, and then we also have Ghost Panther, uh, which was came, came out the next day, and Weapon Hex, which is uh, Ghost Rider and Black Panther, and also Scarlet Witch and Weapon uh, and uh, X twenty three, all warped together into do different things. I don't know what the hell they're doing. You got any thoughts on this? Because this is weird. Uh I'll wait and see. Yeah, kinda. I'm like, but it's I. I was speculating that it was coming off of Axis because that would be some dumb shit they would do. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, we'll as uh, Agent Seven say, we will see. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Soldier Supreme was also the uh, last one, which I guess is Cap and Doctor Strange. Cap and Doctor Strange. 
All righty. Up next, Thor, the mighty Gene Foster's post-Godhood role revealed. So this was from uh, last week's issue of uh, Thor number one. Mm-hmm. So if you hadn't read that, we won't spoil it here, but hey, he's got a new status. Mm-hmm. Um, and since we kind of sort of talked about this, but we actually didn't, Mr. and Mrs. X series launches out of X-Men Gold's weapon, uh, wedding, that's a weapon. Uh, so yeah, if you read X-Men Gold, you know what happens at the end of that, and you pretty much saw this, saw what happens. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know, I know a couple of people that are going to be very happy, uh, that are already very happy about this. So. Sure, I mean, listen, this particular, you know what's funny is that there's ex-relationships that kind of work their way to wedding stages after like 20 or 25 years, so, you know. Yeah, and these two, like this, you might as well say this one kind of came out of X-Men, out of the animated series, because people have been wishing for it since then. No, I was about to say, uh, the animated series came out of, uh, whatchamacallit, out of uh, um, uh, the launch of X-Men number one and just before that. So that's where that all came from. Right. But I'm saying a lot of people's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. That's where they got, the, that's where they got this from, there from, because this is their only, that was their only thing from it. Either way, hey, cool. New series. Um, if you've read uh, Rogue and Gambit miniseries uh, from a couple of months ago, it's the same uh, creative team, I believe. So, uh, Journey into Mystery returns original Nick Fury investigating deep X-Men lore. But this is like a flashback issue? Uh, Sounds like it's uh, going into the Breath of Krakoa, which I don't even know why that is even a thing people want to go back to, but sure, it's a thing. Oh, I see see how it comes about. Yes. It's a bit, it's it's, it's a retcon, but it's not, you know? (laughs) So, So, and plus, I'm sure there's a way to get OG Nick back outside of his current status. Mm-hmm. All uh, right. Well, uh, Secret Agent Deadpool. This is the latest Comicsology exclusive title for Marvel. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it might be already out. No, it's not. It's not. It's come down to so, September. Like I said, solicits. Uh, X-Men Blue and Gold. Speaking of solicits, uh, X-Men Blue and Gold ending in September. Okay. Uh, no, that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much the news out of this. I thought it was something else. All right. Next up, Amazing Spider-Man will finally resolve a decades-long symbiote mystery. Yeah, so apparently this is, um, I think it's the, the annual or something. Yes, yeah, the annual, which we t- talked about last week, uh, is going to be dealing with right after, uh, speaking of Secret Wars, since we did earlier, uh, uh, Peter getting the symbiote suit, like right after he came back home with the symbiote suit from Secret Wars, which I figured we'd already kind of gotten that story, but sure, let it roll. Uh, Marvel loses Stephen King's Dark Tower to big publisher, according to Newsarama. Um, and that's what I told myself, like, wait, Marvel's not a big company. So apparently, um, Simon & Schuster's Gallery 13 imprint has acquired the rights to the comic book adaptations of Stephen King's Dark Tower. So that's where they will be if you want them. So they're going to do new ones? Uh, it sounds like they're, you know, how when Marvel got all of the, um, out of the Star Wars stuff? And right. Like, it sounds like they're doing, might be doing something similar to that. Oh, uh, republishing. I gotcha. Yes. I gotcha. Okay. And, and they'll probably, I would imagine, do some new books after that also. Right. Uh, Justice League Odyssey formed to address changes in space after Dark Knight's Metal. I still don't know whether I should read Metal or just everything's coming off of that. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah. He reveals the main murder suspects in Heroes in Crisis. As if, did we not do the story in another crisis? But, you know, oh. like, gold or murder suspects, I don't know. And that's for that new Heroes in Crisis um, event that's coming. I don't know, man. 
Uh, Jason Todd gets new costume in Red Hood and Outlaws. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's got a hoodie now? And complete with crowbar, which is that's a funny thing. Yeah. I saw an extra decent uh, at, uh, J- uh, J- um, Jason Todd at Heroes Con, and on the back, it, it was, uh, he had a picture with a crowbar on it, and ha ha ha. Mm. You know, it, that was funny. Anyway, Hellblazer 30th Anniversary Collection features Forward from Sting. If y'all didn't know, John Constantine was modeled after the singer Sting. And that's why he is doing the forward to this 30th anniversary. Oh, okay. All righty. So, whatever. Yeah. Up next, Spoiler is about to become the strongest hero in the DC universe. So, apparently, uh, not only is uh, the Flash going to be the fastest, but also the strongest. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, Flash Wars. Um, Flash well,. I rang that a little late. That's fine. Um, second printing of Flash 47 is going to happen in addition to... Actually, that's, that's it. I'll just talk about the upcoming stuff. Uh, let's see. Cyborg recanceled with July and August's, August's issues next. So that kind of sucks. Recanceled? Yeah, because it got canceled once and then I think with the Wolfman take over, somebody took over for a little bit, which is which what brought it back, and then now this for some reason. I got you. Weird. Um, DC's black label release of Batman White Knight will not be uncensored after all. So apparently, um, uh, Sean Gordon Murphy went out on Twitter saying, "It's like, yeah, there's going to be an un- uncensored version of a uh, trade of uh, of his Batman White Knight story," uh, and apparently he was mistaken or given. Bad info. We yeah. can't update it with that. And apparently, there will be an update, uh, an uncensored version, because there was a like a sex a Joker Harley sex scene in it mm. that was uh, censored. It was, a, by the way, that's a that's a good read if you ever get a chance to. Or not that side part aside, but if you get a chance to read that um, that story, okay. Uh, Superman. Here is the news that I wish Dirt was here for because. Superman for Quest for Pieces Big Bag coming to DC Comics. If you are of a certain vintage, you remember that terrible Superman movie. I've never watched this in its entirety. It's not a good movie. It's not. It really isn't. I've, yeah. I've only ever seen bits and pieces of this movie. Yeah, you're better off. And and as, as I put in the notes, uh, because Bendis can't stay away from blonde, ter- terrible blonde, uh, superpowered um, <laughs> uh, characters. Yes, you're looking at Century. So yeah, apparently the Nuclear Man is going to be in uh, an upcoming issue of Superman. Alrighty, up next. This is the uh, news that uh, Brody was hoping that PC and Underscore Dirt was still here for. Star okay. Trek versus Transformers cartoons collide this September. So yeah, so they're doing the, another crossover because they can't help themselves with uh, Transformers and the, and tra- uh, the Star Trek TAS crew, which is the animated series crew. Coming in September. Yes, I, I probably will read it for those who already know. Um, juke, uh, Inside Images, socially conscious horror comic Juke Joint. So, this is uh, T. Franklin, excuse me, T. Franklin, who made the book of Bingo Love. Uh, she has a new book coming out called uh, Juke Joint, and uh, it is coming out, uh, I don't know, it's coming out soon, but it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's a hard comic uh, that tackles some subjects such as uh, 
domestic uh, domestic abuse, racism, and social inequality. Looks interesting from what it, from all told, though. All righty. And uh, now the toy corner. I get I get the rest of these real quick. Okay. Uh, so, Toy Corner, we get our first look at what feels like the first Star Trek action figures in ages. And this is from the McFarlane line. You got I think, by the way, that you should catch the Netflix uh, Toys That Made Us. They, they did a feature on Star Trek toys. Glad you, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I did hear something about that. I do want to check that out. But yeah, so there's a new line of um, um, McFarlane toys of Star Trek. They look pretty good. Mm-hmm. So um, go check those out. They're coming soon. New stuff from Diamond Select Toys, from Tron, Muppets, John Wick, and more. You know you want the Swedish Chef if you're watching. Uh, <laughs> boinky, boinky, boinky. Bork, bork, bork. And we got some alien stuff and, you know, some Batman 6. Oh, cool. They get the bus from um, Batman 66. That's cool. And, you know, some other stuff. There's some cool things that John Wick, you, you're probably, I'm sure that that'll be on, up your alley, right? Right? Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. New that's toy. Awesome. Um, for dirt. What's that? Is that Tron stuff for dirt? Uh, I believe it was, yes. There you go. Uh, yes, well, it's like, yeah, it is basically, but it's like, it looks kind of bootleg. Either way, but some good stuff coming from that. Uh, Hot Wheels Joe Riding Porg exclusive is the only reason you need to visit Comic Con. So this is uh, apparently going to be a uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusive. You get a Porg riding on top of or, and or in a miniature version of the. Millennium Falcon coming from Hot Wheels, and it's called the Battle Roller Rollers. So I guess if you're going to Comic Con and you want some, having our very own at Matt Wang ninety seven, um, I know right. Get the hookup. Yes, if, if you are so inclined. Uh, Batman's Red Hood finally get his own Funko Pop, which we talked about. And it's, I guess it's the quote unquote classic Red Hood, as opposed to that new one that's just, that we just talked about earlier. Last but not least. Harley Quinn, Batman, and Nightwing newest DC collectible statues. And they look actually pretty good. You get this one with Batwing, Bat, uh, Nightwing and Batwoman. Bat, Batgirl. Girl, excuse me. The Harley, a couple of Harley ones. Yeah. Some good stuff. So that's cool. And that concludes the news. Uh, before we end the program, I want to show off something real quick. So I was at Heart Heroes Con. I'll make this quick. I promise. Um, I was at Heroes Con this last week. And and I may or may not try to. I can't promise you anything, but I got a bunch of pictures. If you follow my Instagram, you've seen them, or I've seen a lot of them because I still got some more that I haven't put out yet. But I bought a couple of things. One is this art book by um, Rico Renzi and Chris Brunner, which nice. is cool. And, um, you can check that out right there. And I got this book, The Art of Atari, for ten bucks because they had there was uh, those um, a place selling like cheap. Um, Trade graphic novels and stuff, and trade books and stuff like that. So I got this Joker for ten bucks. Nice. It's a forty dollars book, folks. That's cool. Um, oops, oh, uh, let's see. What else did I get? Oh, I got these, and I think this is the last thing I'll here because I can't remember it because I got something else. I don't remember where I put it. But I got, and excuse the rustling, folks. But I got some shot glasses. Uh, sadly enough, I couldn't find one with none with the um with like some Black Panther stuff to it. But if you're watching the video, you see the Starfleet logo on that one. I got four of those and I got one with the Serenity uh, from Firefly um, symbol on it. And I did get this, which is a big mug with the uh, the Black with the Black Panther on it. Nice. It might not show up all that well on here. Oh, it does. Yeah. That's fine. For the folks who need to uh, tune into the video, Make sure you tune in to the end of the video that uh, where where 
Roddy Cat is showing off his uh, loot from uh, Heroes Con. But yeah, like I said, maybe uh, I'll throw some pictures up, or you could go check out my Instagram. But it was a good time. You should come out and check it out. It's a good show. They so apparently they hit their record again uh, for attendance for nice. this Saturday. That was cool. All righty. So, all right. So, if I may, I'm going to read our last ad of the night, and it's for Funko, Fun at First Sight. Your home for exclusive collectibles such as their world famous pop vinyl bobbleheads, apparel. Uh, t-shirts, hats, and socks, and brand merchandise, custom DIY pop figures, art books, and skateboards. And now the listeners of the Click Nation's Comic Book Chronicles can enjoy 10% off your entire purchase when shopping at Funko. To place your first order with 10% off and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Funko link and place your order. When you get to the checkout, put in the offer code SHOP10 for your 10% off discount. Funko through CSPN.us. Do it today. Roddy, you're muted. I was muted. And this concludes this here episode of the, the Click Nation's Comic Book Chronicles. We thank each and every one of you for coming out and checking us out. Um, you can find myself, Roddy Cat, at Roddy Cat on News uh, at Well, you can find me at Roddy Cat on Twitter. You can also find me at News Need on Twitter. He's on Twitter. I'm stumbling. I am really, really tired. Uh, Tim Dog 98. That's Tim D O G G 98 on Twitter. That's also the Click Nation on Twitter. That's also CB Cron on Twitter. You can also find me at CB Caps on um, on Instagram. I'm going to be putting some stuff out on that one uh, sometime this weekend. Who knows? Agent underscore seventy on Twitter and Instagram. You can check him out there. PC and underscore Dirt on Twitter. Pop Culture Net on Twitter. I need Comics.com and PopCultureNetwork.com. You can check him out all over that. You can check us out on Google Play and um, and iTunes and SoundCloud and other podcast perusing places. But you can definitely check us out on TSPN.us, where uh, our our podcast is hosted, along with a whole bunch of other stuff, great stuff that you can check out. Go to shopshotcspn.us to get some merchandise from this show and other shows on the CSPN network because we love you and we want you to rep some of our stuff. Simple as that. With that, um, we will see you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. As I queue up this this uh, thing, you got any closing remarks, sir? See you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>